Welcome back, sports fans, to the ugly truth. I'm here with my co-host, one of my closest friends, my brother. You know him as well as I do, Rio the God. What's up, Rio? What's up, brother? How you doing, man? Man, I'm doing well, man. I had a good day, man. Ate some sushi for lunch. Cuzzo made a bet with me. Oh, yeah. You but got it your, yeah, how'd that go? God, it was it was a good lunch day. He took care of me, man. He opened my door for me, whined and dined me, held my oh. hand. Real love. <laughs> <laughs> real love, real love. All right, man. Uh, today, we got a special guest with us, man. We got a special guest with us today. First time being on the podcast. All right, little introduction to my man. He's a father of two and married to a wonderful woman named Ashley who holds him down. He's an avid and passionate sports fan who knows his stuff. That's the important part. The important part is you got to know your stuff. Can't just be a fan. You got to know your stuff. All right, the teams he represent are the Denver Nuggets and the Carolina Panthers. One of the best 2K players I know, and here to give us some incredible knowledge from his sports background, my man, Hoss. Hoss, how you yeah. doing today, man? I'm doing good, man. Glad to be up here. Let's get into okay. it. <laughs> well, before we get into it, before we get into it, you know, it's your first time being on the podcast. You tell us, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. You know, your sports background or who you like, and you know, tell tell the fans, you know, what they need to know about Hoss before we get started. And as y'all heard on the last podcast. I had to, you know, get on my man's trade about not putting respect on my boy Mellow name. I'm a diehard Mellow fan. You know what I mean? Like, I I played basketball in high school. Um, I played a little football in middle school. Uh, kind of had to leave it alone due to a major injury in my arm. Um, but I was very passionate about basketball. And y'all know the saying, what would Jordan do? <laughs> the saying was, what would Mellow do? <laughs> you know what I mean? We got to put that motherfucking ball up. Excuse my language. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. hey, you got to do what you got to do. Real, I, you have a hoop with you for in real life, uh, but me and real hoop a lot together, man. That's that's what I do, man. I shoot. And I'm trying really? to come down there, man. I'm I'm going I'm to come down there, man. JC been playing, so next time, you know, I'm back I'm back in I'm back in Carolina now, so, you know what I mean? I'm definitely a little closer. Yeah, man, yeah. you got to you got to make sure you come with the next time JC come because he stunk up the place. He just oh. up the layups. Oh, man. I'm telling you, man, when he hungry, you know, you know make a laugh. I'm hungry. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. We got to get a hoop session in, man. Rio, Rio, one of the shiftiest ball handlers I've ever met. Yeah, that boy. About, eight, about, about, about two years ago. You know, I'm fat now. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> you want to know what's crazy, man? I was about to say the same thing, man. I used to be crazy. I got some crazy handles, but I've always been a big guy. But since I have my kids, man, I don't. Got a little lazy, man. Got a got a gut now, but I can, <laughs> I can definitely, uh, you know, what I mean, people don't really expect it when I do hoop now, so it's kind of easier because they right. Oh, I'm gonna get the steal now. I'm gonna I'm gonna shake the shoes off you real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, man. sir. Hey, Rio. A quick story before we start, man. Me and Rio always play one v one, no matter what, right? <laughs> So if Rio comes or I go to Greensboro, whatever, even after we play at full court, you know, with other people, yeah. at the end of the day, we always play 1v1. And one day we played in Greensboro, man, at the YMCA. And I'm a good on-ball defender. Like, I feel like I take the I take the hardest assignments on the court. I don't care. Like, I, I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm going to put him in that motherfucking seat. And I've always <laughs> said, man, if I, if I can stay in front of Rio, I can stay in front of anybody. And one day Rio pulled out this move. <laughs> that him to him and turned me around and then when I turned back around he was already at the cup mm. 
I said, boy, you almost you almost crossed me out of a friendship. I swear <laughs> to God. I, oh. I swear to God. And and Rio, he didn't know until after we finished playing, I had brought it up. He was like, bro, I thought you were playing I around. I, I said, no, bro, you fucking crossed me. <laughs> I swear I thought you were playing around. <laughs> like, like he said, Trey is one of the coldest on-ball defenders I probably ever played for real. And I used to, like, you know, play like, hey, you all that. Yeah. Trey was, like, locked. So, like, when I did it, I'm like, oh, he's just playing for real. He said, nah, bro, for real, you almost lost a friend. I said, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I said, bro, what are you doing? Hey, look, nah. hey, real quick, Trey, because that, that brings me back to a story I have, too, man. Look, when I was, uh, I want to say I was 12, I never really played, like, organized basketball. My brothers and my cousins were into it. So, I'm like, I want to play, too. I played on 18. With yeah. their team, should I say. And they're like four or five years older than me. So I'm thinking like, shit, when I'm when I'm hooping outside, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you ever what is it? Uh you know when you fall back, it's like a friendship when like uh uh like your friends behind you, you fall back and kinda like they catch you oh, and like, break uh, you back the up. Trust fall. The trust, trust fall. fall. That's what it's yeah. called. Man, I guard this one dude, man. He had me stumbling back. I just remember somebody catching me and throwing me back at dude on some. <laughs> nah, go get man. Look, man, I I kind of I ain't gonna lie, kind of. That's when I went to football. Like I was always <laughs> football, but I was like, man, basketball ain't that for me. But growing man. up, man, I man, I, uh, I prided myself on defense too. You know what I mean? Like, and and John John tell you, you know what I mean? Like we we were like really we weren't uh the tallest team, but we was athletic. Mm-hmm. We played defense. You know I mean, uh, I played against uh, Dorian Finney-Smith because he's from Virginia. Mm-hmm. He played one in Norcom High School. I ain't going to tell you I locked him up because that, that guy is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I ain't going to lie. I think my last game playing against him, I think I had like 22. Mm-hmm. But he had like a quadruple double. And they, were number, they were number two they were number two in the nation at the time. Uh, and our main scorer, uh, shout out my boy Ray Shine, he ain't had the best game, but he was a 25-point scorer too. So, you know I mean, that, that was something we could have got right there. But Dorian Finney-Smith, probably one of my hardest hardest people, <laughs> hardest person that I have brought it. Like, <laughs> crazy. I mean, oh, yeah, man. That, that Rio, Rio was one of the first people I met that could finish with both hands. So that's what that's what always tore me up. Mm-hmm. That I think he was switching back to his right hand, but he could finish with the left too. I was like, well, you know what, Trey? <laughs> <laughs> you got a problem on your hands. But um let's get started, man. Let's get started. We're gonna start with the NFL first. Um we're gonna start with a with a topic that I'm pretty sure uh Rio and Hoss is chumping chumping at the bit because it's it's dealing with their teams, the Carolina Panthers. So with the return of Cam Newton this past Sunday, I watched the game too. Apparently, say he back. The Carolina Panthers stomped the Arizona Cardinals, thirty-four to ten. Oof! Right, this gave this gave the Cardinals just their second loss of the season. Cam Newton gave the Panthers two touchdowns, one rushing, the other one passing to Robbie Anderson. With this overwhelming win and with the return of Cam Newton, the Panthers have shot up the power rankings on ESPN from twenty-fourth to seventeenth. Cam has brought not only life, but fire back into the organization. But will it be enough to make the playoffs and to make a deep run? Talk to me. Hoss, we're going to let you go first. Talk to me. You know what my boy said after that rushing touchdown? <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. 
on, on some on some real real talk. My boy should have dabbed in the end zone for <laughs> old time's sake. You know what I mean? Um, I honestly think that was a big confident boost to the mm-hmm. team. You know, I feel like uh, even with the newer players that wasn't there during that Cam era, which it probably isn't that many, but, you know, they know what Cam brings. They know that excitement around the Carolina on that Super Bowl run we had. Like, I think that's what we needed. And – despite the touchdowns where it was at and the, you know I mean? We was right there. So, I mean, it, I don't think nobody should take that away from him. Like he didn't make no long pass. He didn't run, rush that long, you know what I mean? Or that far, should I say, to get a touchdown. Like that's the thing that we need to get him, his confidence back. Like we need to get, make sure he's ready. You know what I mean? Like, boy, I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> and and I didn't even think he was going to play. And I'm, I'm really excited. Like I just, it felt good watching that boy. It's, right. time, it's time to pack up, Sam Donald. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, Rio, how you feel about the return of Cam Newton, man? How you think y'all gonna I'm fate, a, bode well for your future? I'm gonna piggyback off, piggyback off what the host said for um the confidence, man. I mean, him playing, him getting, him getting the the plays he did. You know, it builds up what kind of Carolina's been lacking. The energy, like one thing Cam Newton brings to the to the show is that. We're gonna be active. We're gonna be loud. We're gonna we're gonna fly around, and that's kind of what we've been lacking these last couple, of, you know, weeks or so. Hell, even last season, you know, yeah. that same energy, that energy that Cam Cam brings is something that, you know, most players don't have. like. It's almost like like we always talk like I, I always say it's almost like a basketball play for it. Think about think about a big time player hitting the three like Steph Curry, like the Oracle Center going to erupt. You know what I mean? Like, and that's what Cam brings to any football field, no matter you like him or you dislike him. If he scores or he makes a big play, you can hear the rush, and that rush alone brings everybody alive. So, I, I'm I'm running with that heavy. I mean, I think at this point, I think it's gonna take us over the hump. I mean, I don't know how deep I don't know how deep we're gonna get as far as the playoffs, but I think it makes us a playoff team because I think one thing that um New England do, did I won't say just not New England, but it does it to a lot of star players. It take it, it takes their um it almost take, like strips some of their confidence who they are because of how. They're built, you know what I mean? Like, think about it. Chad Johnson went through it. I think the only player that was a superstar that didn't really go through it might have been, like, you know, Stephon Gilmore, maybe Randy Moss. But that was only because mm-hmm. they were just kind of, like, different talents. But I think when a lot of guys go to New England, you kind of get stripped of who you are. And I think when Cam, Cam Newton is Charlotte football. He is Charlotte. And you look mm-hmm. at how you want to look at it. We need Cam, whether he's on the football field or not. But I think I think him on the football. I think he's still got a lot of football left. And I think that's what people don't 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 realize. And I think, really, I think it's kind of a uh, – I think it's a positive thing. I'm, I'm with Hoss, man. I think Sam need to go ahead and be looking for an apartment elsewhere. Or, you know what I mean, a condo, whatever you want to do, just not try. <laughs> <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> so, not, oh, go ahead. Oh, my bad. I, yeah, that's that's my bad, too. Um, our defense looked great. You yeah. know what I mean? And even even uh, Cam being back and being an awesome, uh, offensive player, like, you could see, like, the defense had the energy, too. The defense mm-hmm. brought that intensity, like, like man, we all in. Like mm-hmm. we locked in now. And they I think, play with like, one and three. Yeah, yeah. And I think Sam. Don't get me wrong, man. I I was hoping it was what we <laughs> needed, <laughs> but because I I kind of I kind of grew on Teddy Bridgewater too. So I was hoping like man, we making the right move. But uh, I I like the defense yesterday. I mean, well, not yesterday, Sunday. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like the defense Sunday, but um. 
another thing we got to do, man. We can't we can't work Christian McCaffrey that hard. Like, thank you. Like if he he's coming back off an of injury, but he's leading. If you go look at it, he's really leading in rushing in receiving yards. You know what I mean, like, mm-hmm. like, and I don't get that. I, yeah, I, I mean, I don't get not to cut you off, Hoss, but you know, I don't get it because not only does he come off injury, but it's like, why does Christian McCaffrey need thirty touches plus, you know, thirty plus touches a game, and and we have DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, um, what's my other guy that uh, wear the dub, uh, the running back, uh, uh, what's my boy? Name? <laughs> he was a Viking. Uh, what's the boy name, yo? You know who I'm talking about. I think it's, I think it's a lion too, actually. Um, but um, him and we also got Chuba, who actually rushed well while Christian McCaffrey was out. Um, so I don't really understand the purpose of force feeding Christian McCaffrey. Like it was like four or five plays straight, he got a rush. I'm like, bro, he's gonna be injured again before the end of the game. And then, I mean, hey, there's no way Christian McCaffrey practices Monday through Friday. There's no way he has to sit out at least for four days because he gets overly used. So um, I mean, we want to make a long run. Whether we have camera or not, we gotta take, we gotta get McCaffrey the needed touches and not overuse them. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I totally agree on that, man. Um, my last point on on, on like I do want to apologize. I don't want to get off track with everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, PJ Walker, mm-hmm. he he, I honestly feel he has to keep getting reps, even if it's one or two a game, mm-hmm. because he didn't look bad. Now, when Sam Donald went out against uh, who we played last, when when he got hurt, who we played when he got hurt? Mm, um, Atlanta was that Atlanta? Was it Atlanta? He got hurt. Yeah, I think it was Atlanta. He he, stressing me out when I watched that. But uh, he actually looked good. good despite the turn the 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 interception. He almost had two, but despite that, he looked great to me. And uh, I just – I don't want it to be overbearing for Cam. And mm-hmm. It's like PJ throwing back in here and, you know, got to rush to get him right if we want, if we depend on – I mean, if we hoping to make this run in the playoffs, you know right. what I mean? It, 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 I think it was the pass, bro. My fault. I think it was the pass. I think it was the pass that, it, that, that Donald got hurt, I think. Okay. But um, no, I, I agree with you. I think I think P still has to get act, be active only because we never know what it's gonna be. I mean, you can kind of tell, and like, you can you can kind of tell that he wasn't getting reps with the ones, um, in that passing only because you know Sam was probably getting most of that. First of all, yeah. everybody was extremely high on Sam, and myself included. I mean, I know I don't know, I know you probably heard it all, but me and myself and Rob was kind of high, and I think I was just more so high on the fact of him being serviceable. I didn't really mm-hmm. think he had to do a lot. Because yeah. of what was around him, you know, something around him that he never really had. So I figured that he could have been solid. He ended up being something that I guess everybody else knew he was already. And I have to apologize and you know take my own L in that one. But um, yeah, man, I think I think me and my husband are on the same page, Trey. I think I think we all excited. That energy is different, man. The energy is needed, and you already know in Charlotte's gonna be rocking. You gonna hear that from you. You gonna hear that at your career. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Sam Most Donald. Definitely. Sam Donald is fool's gold. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 what I'm calling on for the rest of the season until you get up out of here. Sure. And I don't know what happened. As, uh, as for the playoffs, right? As for the playoffs, since we have this new this new setup for the NFL, y'all currently still in it. Y'all y'all are basically the seventh seed in the NFC. And if y'all continue winning, continue with this uh this trend of going upward, you got a chance to, you know. Mm-hmm. Make the playoffs like y'all got the Redskins next. 
Uh-huh. That old riverboat rhyme. So, yeah, that's a winnable game. They don't have Chase Young. And then y'all got the Dolphins after that. The Falcons, the Bills. Oh, shoot. Yeah, yeah, tough yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. Let me go ahead and take that back. Uh, good luck to you guys. <laughs> I just looked at the rest of your game. It's, it's only the last two we worry about. We can win the next three and be, you know what I mean? We can be y'all got, they saved the Bucks twice for y'all at the end of the season. Oh, you know it. Mm. That Bills, that Bills and the Bucks games. I think we, I thought, I think we split with the Bucks. I think we split with the Bucks, and I think yeah. the Bills. I, I am scared of the Bills only because half the Bills used to be half the Panthers, and the coaching staff is pretty much, you know, Sean McDermott. And, you know what I mean? So you know, he, yeah. he know the whole gist about Cam. So we'll see how it goes. Okay, okay, all right. So we're gonna go ahead and switch topics. We're gonna stay in the NFL though. Um, so the Rams, man, Sean McVay and the Rams suffered their second. Straight loss in a deflating fashion on Monday, man. Fell 31-10 to 10 to the San Francisco 49ers. The Rams were almost doomed from the start. Two early Matthew Stafford interceptions, a handful of drop passes. Uh, and OG Bay only – OG – OG Bay. OBJ <laughs> <laughs> was only on the field for about 15 snaps. Um, wasn't active for much of the second half due to the hurry-up offense, right? Uh, so just with one game under OBJ's belt with the Rams, how do you feel about the teams right now? How do you feel about the teams? And then, and then after that, how do you feel about their uh, their postseason success? So, uh, Hossman, we'll let you get started on that one as well. Um, you know, I talked about confidence with the Carolina Panthers, right? Right. And you bring in OBJ, and, you know, to most people, he's like a, a poster child in a sense of catching how he, how he catch the ball, you know what I mean, just – just being out there, you know? Mm-hmm. Now, you leave a team where you feel like Baker Mayfield couldn't get, get your touches, basically. But then you see Cups. Uh, well, Cup, should I say no ass? <laughs> he dropped a lot. He, he fumbled. A, like, not really fumbled, but dropped a lot of passes. Oh, yeah. You think, you think that's something to do? I, I think, and I'm asking you guys, like, do y'all think his confidence is in there? I mean, he still had, a, I think, 100 yards. But, mm-hmm. I mean, now... Uh, I don't know, like I, uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a responding in real. You can, um, I don't think as much of a confidence thing as much of, and I, and I wanted to save Rio's, uh, Rio's comment for my after mine because he played football in college at a high level. Um, I don't think it was confidence that OBJ was there more so than it's just one of those games where you have that one receiver or a couple of receivers that drop a couple of passes and then everybody starts catching that bug of, you know, yeah, yeah. second guessing, second guessing catching when it should just be, you know, it should be second nature to them. But then they start, you know, start putting a lot of pressure on themselves, more pressure than usual to catch the ball because everybody else is dropping. Yeah. 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 I, 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 um, I agree with you, Trey, because being a, being a guy to play water, um, yeah, we, we suffer from that a lot where if, and I guess I can. I don't want to like not try too much on that, but I, I won't just use me. I use all the starters. If the starters drop the pass, and you know you obviously got rotational guys, you know you bring them in. They kind of come to the point of like, dang, I got to be the impact because we're struggling. If the ones mm-hmm. are struggling, the twos can't struggle, right? Because I'm already seeing limited playing time as it is. Yeah. Um, so it, it, it is a confidence thing where it's like you know um, guys just want to make a play, and you almost get to the point where like you forget that you need the football in order to make a play when you're an offensive player. Like it's just really how it goes, especially when you're playing wide out. So um, I, I think with Cup, man, I think, you know, obviously wide out's going to struggle with that because we, we, we get to the point where we're trying to make happen. A lot of times it ain't there to happen. 
or we get into um, I don't know what you want to call it. We get like pretty much how Trey said, we get in our own head, and we get forced to the point like, oh, we got to make a play right now. When it's like you know, it's sixty minutes to a football game. You know, don't don't make every don't try to get everything back on one spot, one yeah, one slot. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So, I, so for me. Me, I, I I don't want to treat it as basketball where it's just like all right, it's just one game because every game is important in the NFL. I, I really don't I really don't agree with the whole this the beginning of the season, you gotta let things work because you don't know you might need those first couple of games in order to make the playoffs towards the end. So I feel like every game matters. Uh for this situation, um I think I think OBJ would be just fine with the Rams. Mm-hmm. I think it was just I legit just think it was one of those days like how the Cowboys had one of them days against the Broncos. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it was just one of those days where nothing could go right. Not not a single thing could go your way. Um, so I think they're going to be fine when did towards the end. OBJ signed two, Tuesday, right? Or Tuesday. Yeah, it was Tuesday. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, honestly, man, it's, it's, yeah, I, 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 I don't, I, you know, obviously how the people do when they hear the months, these big shows, or whatever, they always go through panic mode. But, it's, I mean, you have to learn where you fit in just because you're a star right. star name. Doesn't yeah. mean you're gonna fill in immediately, and that's what I hate the most about the media times because they get lost. Like, yo, this is still a this is still the highest level of football. Like, you still have to figure out how you incorporate into this offense. Like, Cooper Cup is the poster child of the Rams. Yeah. Everybody says that we know this. Like, so you have to figure out now. You have to take another guy's spot who was already gonna. You know, you got to take Robert Woods' spot. Robert Woods, no slouch, Pro Bowl guy, and I mean, definitely a number two, number one on a lot of. I mean, number two on many teams, a lot of teams, and possibly number one on some teams, right? So, I mean, you have to fill that void, and you don't know – I mean, we don't know where Robert was at the table that wasn't there, you know, behind the closed, behind the closed doors. So, mm-hmm. I think OBJ will be fine, man. I just think people got to stop – you know, they want him to be this – they want him to be that. When it's like, it's hard to be that when you got you got to follow the rules and you're just trying to stay afloat, man. Right, right. And I think <laughs> I think this will be fine. Now, to be honest – I feel like the the move to the Los Angeles Rams had a lot of a lot of influence came to what he could do off the field in terms of his mm-hmm. brand coming mm-hmm. from the Cleveland Browns to a mm-hmm. big city like LA. Mm-hmm. For football reasons though, I, I think he should have went to the Packers. Um yeah. I feel like he would have had a lot more impact uh with the Packers and what of a generational talent Aaron Rodgers was. I think my I think my top four teams I had him going to all the teams had a generational quarterback, like the Chiefs, Packers, of course, yep. Aaron Rodgers. Um, I want to say it was who it was. A, I can't remember. It's in my I, notes somewhere. I even threw Baltimore in there. Yeah, Baltimore was one of them, and then it was. I want to say might have been the Cardinals, but it was all the teams who had a generational quarterback who will be able to, you know, for the long term, get him the ball in the, in the most consistent manner. But. Uh no, I don't think they're doomed. I don't want to. I don't want to overhype it. I don't want to get too high, too low on just one game because it, it could have been just one of the games. Now, I think they have a bye week this week, which can come mm-hmm. at a more perfect time. Right. You know, they have more time to to mesh yeah, together yeah. as a team. <laughs> yeah. Right. So we'll see what happens the next Sunday. Next Sunday, no, the following Sunday, we'll see. That will let us know whether or not who do they have. I think they have the. Is it a conference game? Is it a conference game? I can't even click on. I'm trying to click on the team. I can't click on the team. Oh, here it is. They play the Packers. The Packers. Ooh, that's yeah. right. That that, that, that <clears throat> right now. That right there should tell us whether or not 
if it's going to be somewhat of a good marriage for a long time or short term. But, uh, but yeah, no man. Uh, so I'm gonna throw this this little monkey wrench into the into the the whole Jim Beret right here because I didn't want to talk about it, but I feel like I have to talk about it. And it's gonna pay me to say this. Are the Dallas Cowboys a real Super Bowl <laughs> contender, or am I just tripping because I'm an Eagles fan? <laughs> am I am I tripping because I'm an Eagles fan? Oh, they... <laughs> that hurt. That hurt to bring that up. That <laughs> hurt so bad to bring that up. Oh man, I think this is the first. Yeah, no, man, it, it pains me to ask this question, man. Are are the Dallas Cowboys true Super Bowl contenders this year? <laughs> and I don't want to talk about it because my coworkers <laughs> listen to this podcast now, and they're and they're Cowboys fans, and I. I don't I'm know a, if it's just me because I'm, I'm talking about fan. it because of mama. <laughs> I'm gonna just I'm gonna show mama some love. <laughs> See, just we just talked about this. I was just at her house before before we hopped on, and I was like, man. I would I would want to see the Cowboys fans win the Super Bowl this year because it would bring her so much joy. Because I know what I felt when we won, <laughs> right? When we won the Super Bowl, I know what I felt, and they haven't won one since I was three. It was ninety-six. And I was like, I would want to see the Cowboys win the Super Bowl just so I could see my mom be happy. What I couldn't deal with is the fucking three to four months of the all season. <laughs> um, <laughs> we go um, longer than that, brother. It, 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 it would just be insane. No, like the off season is going to be the worst because ain't no football. Going ain't no on. football. You're right. Right. And that's all <laughs> they're going to talk about. So I was like, it's going to be worse because I feel like my mom would never leave the house without something Cowboys on, whether it was a hat, a pin Keep that saying. was. A keychain, and I know my coworkers would be the same way. But I'll, I'm, I'm gonna ask you guys: Are the Cowboys real Super Bowl contenders this year? Uh, you could go ahead and get this one first, real. Ah, uh, that's a bit. Um, <laughs> uh, and it, I, I'm with you, Trey, because my whole family is Redskins and, real, and Cowboys fans. So, um, I, I guess we have to, man. I mean, Dak Prescott is the missing piece, Doc. And 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 as as he plays better, they get better. I mean, obviously they stout with CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper. Zeke is running well. Defense is good. Trevon Diggs obviously has the horseshoe because he seems to catch every ball that comes his way. He's played opposite side of the football. So I mean, if they can turn, continue to turn, I think we have to say yeah, man. What's your pain to say? I think we have to say yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I mean honestly, and we look at it from this perspective, who's the major threat? In the NFC right now, the Bucks, the Packers, the Packers. I I, I want to believe in the Rams. I really do. Yeah, <laughs> I really do. But then I would have to kind of put that last spot of the Arizona Cardinals. I get them that last spot. I'll be real with you. I think, <clears throat> I think with the off season included, I think I'll have to throw the Cardinals over the Rams. I mean, honestly, because we've seen the Rams here before. With Jared Goff. And I mean, I know a lot of people are big on how Matthew Stafford, but I just think Matthew Stafford is a glorified, you know, Jared Goff. Like, I mean, it's not like it's not like he was taking the I mean, yeah, the Detroit Lions didn't have a lot of pieces, but I just think he has a big arm, that's it. That's just really the only separation yeah. that he's able to push the ball vertically. That's what Jared Goff wasn't able to do at a at a at a at a consistent rate. So I honestly I like the Cardinals more because Kyler brings more to the table. They have DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, yeah, A.J. Green ain't the same A.J. Green, but they still have Christian Kirk, who's a great number three to have. They got Zach Ertz. The defense is stout. 
James Conner obviously running like he got a he got something to prove. Um, I think I would literally put the Cardinals before the Rams, and I would throw that last spot to the Dallas Cowboys. I would have to. Ooh, we. Mm. That's See, just my the, personal. With the Cowboys, <laughs> man, it's like every year. I mean, growing up in a, a like an area where everybody was kind of Cowboy fans, it was like this our year, this our year, no matter what the record was, <laughs> even before the season started. Right. Um. I, I would, I would love to see it. <laughs> they really just had him shut up one time, you know what I mean? But uh, right. I don't know, man. I, I don't want to get my hopes up on something. Like I think that's what the Cowboy fans do. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, they're America's team, so it's like they have to win. It's like I don't know if I, I just don't know if they can get over the hump. To be honest with you, yeah, I, I think I want to. They do. They do have the opportunity this year. I wanna. I wanna repeat what Stephen A. Smith always says about Dallas Cowboys: What can go wrong will go wrong. <laughs> and I think I was talking to a coworker about this, and I think the one thing that's holding it back is going to be the coaching. So when you get into the playoffs and a deep run of the playoffs in the NBA, the thing that's most important is who has the best player on the court. With the NFL, it really falls into who has the better coaching uh-huh. on the football field. And I feel like with uh, – what's his name? I can't think of his name. Right now. Co- yeah, McCarthy, he's horrible. I mean, he's absolutely horrible at coaching. And so other than that one that one amazing season with Aaron Rodgers where he took the Super Bowl, I mean, there's nothing else other to show for it. Mm-hmm. And what he has shown this season when he has to really – like deal with important coaching situations and strategies, he's failed multiple times. Um, so unless they take all the reins from him and he's just literally a face on the sideline, uh, I, I don't think – I think that's what's going to hold him back this year is is his inability to coach in important situations because it's just sown several times, right? I mean, to be honest, for the most part with the Dallas Cowboys – when they've beaten these teams, they've just put a whooping on them. And you really can't stop that trio of a wide receiver core they have. Um, but we'll see what happens. We'll yeah. see what happens. It's going to be interesting. Um, so my next thing and the final thing for the NFL before we go into the NBA, right, are the Super Bowl Kansas City Chiefs back. Don't know how they did it. They currently sit at six and four and number one in the AFC West, which I'm not too young to remember when they was below 500 this season. <laughs> and sneaking <laughs> up the joint, you know, so I remember that. But right now they sit first place in the AFC West and just fourth in the AFC as a conference. Um, they just rolled over the Las Vegas Raiders this past Sunday. Or was it Sunday? Yeah, it was Sunday night. Uh, 41 to 14. Right, they play Dallas this Sunday, which I think would be a true test on whether or not uh, they're back in their true form. But Rio, talk to me, man. Uh, is the Patrick Mahomes and Kansas City Chiefs back in Super Bowl contention? Um, yes, and I and I and I'm okay. I'll tell you what. I, I'll tell you that. No uh, playoff form. Um, I think what the change was is that and this is just watching this film from. This past Sunday when they played the Raiders, Pat Mahomes isn't trying to extend plays unnecessarily. Mm-hmm. He's taking what the defense is giving him, 
and making the right decision. Now, he also suffered from a lot of drops, which hurt a lot of the wins, hurt a lot of chances of them winning games early on. Um, so, I, Super Bowl is hard to say only because, I mean, that's a that's a that's a that's just whoever gets hot. But honestly, man, I just say they just back in playoff form. That's hard. I, I think it's, I think their defense is still where I'm shaky at. I just don't think that defense is good enough to give them that Super Bowl can, that Super Bowl run. I just don't. Right. I just don't. Yeah, I love Ty Matthew, but I mean he's the only he's the only face that you can really sit and say, all right, who's going to perform every Sunday, Thursday, and Monday on right. the, on the defensive side of the ball. That's the only face I think you can say, all right, he's going to be there regardless of whether they're good anywhere else or any other aspect. But and the biggest thing is, like I said, for me is I think they had a lot of games won early on. They shouldn't have been in position, but you know, drops mm-hmm. drops turning the picks, picks turning the scores, or turning the turnovers and short short field. Now we had a different ball game, but I think it's just in playoff form, man. I think that's what they at at this point. Okay, okay, Hoss, how about you, man? I agree, but disagree at the same time. Um, you know, you guys were talking about the contenders, you know. Um, and I totally forgot about this, and I wanted to wait until we actually got here too. But I actually, and I, I, I don't want to do it based off of one game with the Rams. But I, I like, I like their chances better than the Rams actually to make a run. And I, I don't want to say that off of one game. Like I said, um, the defense against uh, the Rams defense against the Forty Nine ers wasn't that the greatest. Should I say? But the Chiefs defense hasn't been that great either, like Rio said. So it's kinda mm-hmm. it's kinda hard to put it up there. But on any given night, man, anybody could come up and play and you could lose in playoffs. Especially right. when it be in like a one game like you out. So it's kinda it's kinda hard to talk about it. Uh my boy Pat Mal, he I mean, I think he well, he he's up there with interceptions too for the year. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, you can't really blame it all on him with the defense that they go against. But it's this is kind of hard to it's kind of yeah. hard to put that put that title like you know Super Bowl contenders. Right. It, it's kind of like a wait and see thing with me. But like I said, I I, I really like the Forty ers But I I really can feel I might be wrong. <laughs> Somebody gonna probably <laughs> hear this and say, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> but I, I think the Forty ers might even make a, a deeper run in, in playoffs than the Rams, man. And like I said, I'm not trying to go off of one game with the Rams. Do not get me wrong. I'm gonna say right. that again. I don't want to go off of one game, but the way uh, that boy Samuel was running, yes, the Rams, uh, the Rams defense was looking kind of, <laughs> kind of crazy. And uh, before I and and this is my last thing too, Trado, and I'm gonna hand it over to you for for this topic. Actually, I missed the point because my phone went out. But uh, the way they play Samuel is the same way they should play Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, yeah. that's a fact. He's getting, like he wasn't rushing. He wasn't the highest uh, rusher for that game, should I say? But he he had a such of a great. Pause. I'm sorry, <laughs> but yeah, he was out there doing what he had to do. That's the same way we gotta kind of put me kind of finish. I say, but I'm gonna hand it over to you after that, man. Okay, yeah, I agree. Um, as for the question, 
I'm going to have to say no to the Super Bowl contenders. Playoffs, yes. Super Bowl, no. And here's the reason why. Um, Their wins are against teams that are not themselves Super Bowl contending teams and barely playoff teams, right? I mean, their first team was against the Cleveland Browns, and they still only won by four points. I mean, that's okay. Uh, Their second win was against my Eagles, which – I mean, <laughs> they're young team, right? Young team, young quarterback, young wide receiver core, new coach, right? Whatever, cool. Then their third win was against the Washington football team. No quarterback. I mean, come on. You, you should beat them. Yeah. The next win came against the Giants. You should have won that one. The next win came against the Packers. You should have won that one because Aaron Rodgers was out. And then your final win or your last one was against the Raiders. And that was also you should have won that one because they don't even have a coach. Their coach is gone, right? So you're playing against a coachless team at this point in time. You should beat the Raiders. Um, I don't. I don't think. I think what's his name? I forgot who it was. He was like, I think I got my swagger back. He said it. It was one of the football Travis players. Like, yeah. And I'm like, bro, no. You beat the teams who you were supposed to beat because you are the Chiefs and you have Patrick Mahomes. Um, but I mean, you lost to the teams who you're going to potentially see in the playoffs to the Bills, to the Titans, to the Chargers, right? And to the Ravens. Of course, the regular season doesn't mean anything once you get to the playoffs, it's a new record. But at the same point in time, you really can't say you got your swagger back because the last two teams you're supposed to be. I mean, let's just be honest. So the Dallas Cowboys is really going to be a true testament on whether or not you do have your swagger back. Um, but that's right now, man. I would have to say no to to being a Super Bowl contending team at this point in time because I'll put you, you got to put the Titans up there. They yeah. they've still been winning without Derrick Henry, and you still got to put the Ravens up there too as well. Don't know how they're winning with no wide receivers out there. I think you know number eight. Real, Rio, you should have you should have went to go try out for the team. They had a lot of open spots. <laughs> <laughs> number eight, man, number eight. And that's uh, not to get off too top on top of, but why is this guy not being mentioned in the MVP race as much as he should? And Lamar Jackson. I mean, what else do you have to prove? I mean, yeah, you have one, but you take everything from them, and they're still above five hundred team, and they're a potential Super Bowl contender. Yeah. So I don't understand why we can't rave about the guy, and he's actually chucking the field for people who say he don't chuck the field. So I'm 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 confused about how he can rave about guys who have weapons, but we can't rave about the guy who's making them get above. But that's another testament for that's another conversation for another day because we know what that is. <laughs> we know what that is. But yeah, oh yeah, we do know, we do know. Um, I I mean, I I'll just be honest. I guess if I had to take a stab at it as to why they're not getting mentioned as much, or he's not getting mentioned as much, is because of just like the washability of the games. Right, not having your your star wide receivers out there, and not everybody's tuning in to just watch Lamar Jackson play, which it shouldn't be the case because. But I mean, Keith you know. still Keith is a Keith is running a stat sheet on him out there and out there in yeah. Baltimore. So, I, I mean, I really I, I don't want to play that card, but I, I ain't gonna get into it because we can start playing them cards. <laughs> sorry about the people listening. Sorry, man. We always about to start playing the cards as soon as we get to something. As soon as we get to something, I. But you know what? I kind of don't want to play the card on this one because uh, Dak Prescott is being mentioned as one of those, you know, MVP contenders. Yeah, finally. For, the, for yeah, it, it took him. It took him a minute, but I mean, I could be MVP too if I had Mark Cooper. You know, <laughs> Stevie Lamb and what's his name, Williams. Michael, is Mike, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah, and then Ezekiel has to run the back. You know, I could be. I could. 
But I ain't gonna get it. I ain't gonna get it. <laughs> but uh, let's switch gears, man. We're gonna switch over to the NBA. And I got some interesting stuff I want to tell you guys because I've been thinking about some things when it comes to the NBA. I'm actually watching the NBA game right now. Hoss uh, reminded me that the Lakers are playing, and I think uh, Giannis is going to give us 50. I've only <laughs> seen him miss one shot since we've been talking on the podcast. So 17 in the first quarter. Hey, leave it alone, man. Didn't I just say he was going to give us 50? So, uh, But, yeah, no, Russell Russell's playing well, but – Oh, he just turned the ball over. Damn! I literally... <laughs> I, I gotta turn it off. <laughs> he literally... Fuck it. Turn it off. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, back to the NBA. So, the NBA has gotten super weird for the past couple of weeks since it started. All right, we're going to talk about it. The Warriors are on top of the NBA game without Klay Thompson. The Eastern Conference is winning more games than the Western Conference. Damian Lillard, for some reason, forgot how to shoot. Don't know why. And Kyrie Irving is nowhere to be found, right? What if I told you last season that two weeks into the 21-22 season that the Wizards and the Bulls would be two of the best teams in the league? Or what if I told you about Tyler Hero averaging more points than Devin Booker, Damian Lillard, and James Harden? I'd have told you for the shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> final thing, or what if I told you that Zion Williamson weighed over 300 pounds, which the final one, I can kind of believe myself, yeah. but just shockers with everything, man, and, and it's just been, it's been a weird NBA season to start it off, so um, Rio, I'm going to let you jump into it, whatever topic you want to go off of, whether it's the Tyler Hero thing, Kyrie being missing, or the Warriors, let me know how you feel about it, man, let me know if <laughs> The, this new NBA season we got going on. Yeah, Uncle Drew just ain't coming back to basketball until he gets his <laughs> way. So we can go ahead and eliminate him being here. Let's go ahead and get him out. He of did KD wrong, man. He did KD wrong. We can go he ahead. He got him. He got him to leave a historic. KD would have had five rings. That's all said and done. If he would have stayed at Golden State, <laughs> not not Stephen. They said that today. Is that what he said today? I think that's what he said today, oh, but I'm just telling God. you. I'm telling you from my point of view, Rio. You're right. Katie would have five rings. You're right. If he would have stayed with the Warriors, but they still got James Harden. I mean, damn. I mean, he tried. Uh, that that it, the new the new referee the new refereeing of the foul calls is is fucking him up yeah, to say the least. Excuse my Spanish. <laughs> It's but I mean, that's what you get for getting them calls you shouldn't have got for so long. You put yourself in that predicament. You can't, you can't blame nobody but yourself. You can be mad about whatever. But, but not to get off topic. Um, first of all, the Tyler Hero situation, I will say because I'm a Miami Heat fan. I had faith in that. I would have never said it was gonna happen to this year though. You know, I would have said maybe you know two or three years down the road where we know Jimmy B's on the other side of his career that thing. But to see him doing that now, first of all, let's. I think he proved the other night that he can be a starter. I think we already already kind of knew that, but I think we proved that he can be a number one guy in offense, which is great to see because, yeah. you know, we needed that promise because Jimmy B, yeah, he signed a four-year deal, but he is 32 or three. So, I mean, how much longer does he really have left? Um, so, we do know we have that uh, that uh, fix. Um, I think we would have never really guessed Damian Little would be struggling the way he's struggling. Um, and I think, honestly, man, and also piggyback off that uh, East and West, and you just see the switch. Right, that the East is now becoming the dominant. First of all, they're just starting to pair guys together. Like the Bulls are scary. I know it's young, but I mean, they they play defense. They can score at all three levels. They're gritty. Um, I mean, they coach well. I mean, they have all kind of the tools to kind of compete with 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 um with everybody. Truthfully, I mean, they have actually all the pieces to compete too. When you think about it, 
your point guard six seven, your two guard six seven, your three six 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 seven, your four six nine, then your five is seven foot. You know, you mm-hmm. have the pieces. Even your backup five is seven feet, seven footer. So you have it. And then the just to hear the Warriors being number one, I think we all kind of surprised. I think we kind of figured they'd probably be a top. Actually, Trey, I think to be honest with you, man, I think we said we, they would be a middle of the pack, if I'm not mistaken, before the season started. I think we thought they would yeah. be kind of the middle of the pack. And I yeah. didn't really see them um see them being in a twelve and two. I was I don't know if you guys you know, I don't know if you guys got TikTok. I think you do, Trey. I don't know about you, Hoss, but yeah, it's a guy it. it's an OG on there. They call him OG. I think y'all know who I'm talking about, man. Um, yeah, I know you're talking about. He uh he be he always saying, Oh, this is good right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my, <laughs> that's my guy, yeah. <laughs> But he made a very valid point. He said, um, what year did it what year did um the Warriors win? Twenty five to I mean, 2015, 16, right? They won that mm-hmm. ring. Mm-hmm. He said this yeah. is a lot of uh this current team, despite not having Clay Thompson, this is a mirror of that unit. And I guess I was kinda like I guess I heard to think about it, but then he started talking about it. Okay, Stephen Curry is a better form of that person, right? Um Jordan Poole is kind of that Barbosa feel. Damian Lee's kind of that um, you know, obviously uh Iggy Field and you got uh then you got uh, Dre playing better, smarter, truthfully. Then you got um, Wiseman coming back, who could potentially be that bogey field. Um, what was it? Uh, Clay comes back. Wiggins is just a better version of uh, Harrison Barnes, a better scorer, and pretty that's much a better de- and a better defender. So when he pointed that out, I was kind of like, man, that's kind of valid because truthfully, that's really what we're witnessing right now. And if yeah. Steph plays at this level, first of all, we know at this point. I hate to say it. I mean, I don't really hate to say it because he's a he's a hometown kid, right? But Steph is the current runner for MVP. Well, regardless how you look at it, this is your current guy. I, I just think this is the yeah. guy you have to put at the top of the list. Everybody else kind of follows suits. But I think Stephen Curry is the MVP if you had to drop everything today and say, who's my MVP? It'd be number 30. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a fact. That's a fact. Now, a quick story on Stephen Curry. We, uh, my wife and I just went to the Golden State Warriors and Hornets game Monday night. Um, they uh, – Close family friend of ours gifted us tickets. We all went together. And so Adira has watched several basketball games with me, has watched several football games with me. But she was on edge at the at the Warriors and Hornets game. I'm like, well, what is her problem? I mean, she was like cussing when Stephen Curry was missing. And she was just like, you know, talking about how it was kind of, you know, surreal seeing him play in person and whatever. And I'm like, she is like really invested in this game for some reason. And she finally said, I think it was like the beginning of the second quarter. And I was like, uh, I think Stephen Curry had missed another shot late into the first quarter. She cussed again. So I finally asked her, I was like, what? Am I, am I missing something here? And she was just like, well, you know, I, I subscribe to Aisha Curry's magazine. And I've been following him for, for quite some time now. So I'm like heavily invested in the whole family. So I was like. Oh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so you happy to see Steph Curry? And she was like, yeah, she was just like, but he's just, he's just playing so bad. And, and I didn't know the Hornets are this good. And I was like, well, I think he just has an off night. And I'm, I'm pretty sure he's nervous because you're here. You know, you're making him nervous. <laughs> so <laughs> she was, she was all over the seat. I mean, she wasn't even, uh, there was like Hornets fans trying to dap us up and stuff. When somebody had made a shot, she like shrugged them off. I was like, damn, she really. <laughs> <laughs> she really into this game. Oh, this is the third. <laughs> oh yeah, she was she was upset. Um, but yeah, no man, I I I've been looking into this and and all this stuff. I just came across. I was like, this is weird as hell. I honestly wouldn't believe none of this. If you told me all of this like last season, I would have been like, say what now? <laughs> and uh, I want to I want to touch a little bit of Tyler Hero, and and then I'm gonna let Hall speak. 
I think Tyler Hero is unfairly polarized for some reason, and I don't know why. Because when he does well or he plays a good game, I mean, he's like the best thing walking. But then when he doesn't play up to, I guess, whatever stage you have for him, they're like, oh, Tyler Hero's trash. I'm like, well, like, let the kid play. Like, he's still young. I just, I really don't understand the overwhelming polarization of, of Tyler Hero, right? He's still young. He's still growing. Man, let, let the man be. Yeah, not to, uh, sorry, Cross, I'm going to cut you off portrait. Um, yeah, yeah, and, I, and I don't get that either. I mean, because the thing about it is, it, but it, it's crazy, Trey, that you see it that way because I get a different visual only because when he plays well, he can have a four or five game stint where he averaged like 22 and he shoots well and he actually gets the offense involved where he's probably averaged like four or five assists. But as soon as he plays bad, that's all I hear. And I'm like, well, think about it, right? This is not your normal basketball team. Like Jimmy Butler's still on the court, Bam's on the court, Kyle Lowry's on the court, on the court, Duncan Robinson's on the court. There's four guys in front of him. He's a fifth option, truthfully, right? He's really a fifth option at best. So to to be a fifth option to still average twenty something points, technically, in a, yeah, in a short what fifteen game span, I guess you want to say, right, fourteen game span. I think we have to give the praise and understand it's just high sight for what can be in the future, but. You know how it is with when it comes to this, this, um, this. Uh, everybody's been an analyst, right? Everybody want to say, "Oh, well, he didn't play well for seven games straight. He played well for six games. He had one game where he scored fifteen, and then he went back to scoring twenty-two the next three games." Right? Don't you favorite superstar do that too? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, Paul George did it for. <laughs> I mean, PG's one of my favorite, but he done it for some time, and we he got hassled. But then he, but then now he's playing MVP MVP for him. Now everybody forgot about him having these bad woes. Oh, okay. Well. I mean, get a guy, get a kid. He's twenty, what, two, three? I think he was twenty three, maybe, maybe. Uh, no, twenty two. Yeah. yeah, I think he's twenty two. He young because he because he came 19, in the draft 19. with Trey Young and Luca, right? Yeah, nineteen. Yeah, twenty. So he probably twenty, probably going on twenty two at that. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know, man. And Tyler, what, Tyler, ahead, hero. I'm sorry. No, no. What you was about to say, trade on my back. No, I, was, I was about to say, go ahead, Hoss, man. Tell us how you feel about this crazy season, this weird season at the beginning. It's young, young weird season. Be honest with you, I like it. You know what I mean? Like it, mm-hmm. it seems, even though the West isn't playing like how the West usually do every year, it seems like it's it's more balanced. You know what I mean? Like yeah. so used to the East getting beat up on by the West teams, it's kind of like, you know, when I mean? we get to see the East actually be, you know, what I mean, the, right? I wouldn't even want to call it a better conference right now, but I mean, that's what it's looking like. I mean, that's what it's look- yeah. <clears throat> what the eye so, test tell you. Mm-hmm. With with with. Tyler Hero, and I know y'all gonna get on me about bringing my boy Melo, man. But this is what we've been wanting Melo to do off the bench for years. This is that yeah. role, like before he wanted to actually come off the bench. This is what we try to get him to do. Now, I like Tyler Hero. He he actually gets starter minutes. I mean, if you really break it down, mm-hmm. but him coming off with that second unit is like go out and we're playing through you. Although he might be the fifth option. It's some nights where that boy is like the second, third option. Mm-hmm. You know, so Miami is actually scary right now. Even though, you know, my boys, man, my boys get the dub over y'all. Yeah, um, nuggets, you know what I mean? I ain't going to say too much. but Respectfully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I, the, the Heat are scary. And, and we don't even know what it's going to look like when Oladipo come back, if he does come back this year. And that's another two-way score right there. So it's it's – I don't even want to say it too early, but they could be the team to beat in the East. Uh, it's it's way too early to even kind of say that right now. But uh, I actually like how it's going. 
uh, I think how the referees are refing as far as like the the three point five, the, the four point plays, and how all that's going is it actually looks good. It's actually like because <laughs> James Harden would dribble the hell out of the ball. Oh yeah, get you in the end. You know what I mean? It makes the flow of the game a whole lot better for sure. And and I I think that's why the Nets aren't having. I wouldn't say they're not having that much success without Kyrie, but without James Harden getting those calls and him driving to the basket, throwing his neck back and throwing his hands up, <laughs> you gotta throw the neck back. Man, that's <laughs> that's taking away that's taking away 12, 12 free throws a game if you want to be technical. And he you know gonna hit I mean? ten. He gonna hit ten to twelve of them too. So right. now that now that you're taking the free throws away from him, I mean, what else you got? He might got you might he might go two for two for ten from the three point line because he he's definitely gonna put the ball up. Okay, see, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I, I mean it's it, it's it's crazy it's weird um but I think that the whole the whole rule change is kind of messed up a lot of people even with even with Damian Lillard I honestly because mm-hmm. I don't, it, the shot is just not falling for some reason right. Whatever the reason may be, the shot's not falling. It might be the new system, the new rules change. They didn't get a new basketball this season, too. Like, they changed their basketball, yeah. I think. Yep. I um, think Paul Joyce spoke about that a couple times. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it can be a plethora of things. But what I want to say that's contributing to this is a lot of the players that we're used to that are dominating are now in their mid-30s, their early to mid-30s. And it's kind of a new wave of of young NBA talent. Like, you know, <clears throat> like you got Zach Levine coming into his own, into a young star. And then you have, alongside, you have Trey Young, you got Luka, right? You got LaMelo Ball, the Jason Tatum, um, Luka Doncic. You got all these young players, Devin Booker. Uh, Nicole Jokic, I know how old or young he is because he looks 45. <laughs> <laughs> My boy got to be like 24, 25. Man. I, I think he's like 26 for real. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Giannis as well, right? Giannis and Nicole Jokic, Jermaine MVP, they're all these young talents. I think I think we're just starting to see a shift in the, the <laughs> NBA power structure of, of, uh, of the players, right? I mean, you still got this. I think you still got Katie leading the league in, in, uh, in points. And right behind him is Stephen Curry and Paul George. But you still got, you know, in that sixth spot, you got Nikola Jokic, you know, giving you 26. Zach Levine giving you 26. John Morant giving you 26. Trey Young giving you 26. And Luka Doncic, Luka Doncic giving you 25, right? Mm-hmm. Literally the bottom of – or the last five of those players, right? Because even Giannis is 26 years old, giving you 27. From five through 11 of the leading scorers, they're all 26 and under. Every single mm-hmm. last one. So I think that shift of of these new NBA players or young NBA players, man, I think that's what's is causing this uh this freaky deaky stuff. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, this whole have y'all seen that Me- Mountain Dew commercial with Zion? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like that man looked like he weighed three ten. That boy, man. And Charlie Barkley said it looked like him and Shaq had a baby. I almost pissed myself. Man, y'all saying, y'all saying, um, I forgot what game it was, but they showed him doing like uh, little workouts on the pregame, uh, trying to work out the ankle. Yeah. I, I really don't see how that happened. I mean, I, <laughs> that gumbo. Man, look, I don't. I don't think like, he's trying to play. From high school to college, he was like, man, he looked good. Like the shape he was in college is like, 
scary good. He was scary, scary good in college. I mean, scary like the yeah, like you said, the, the way he looked in college. I mean, yeah, he was like what two seventy, but it was like muscle mass. Like he was that boy. Yeah. That boy. Y- y'all see that picture of him gripping that <clears throat> basketball in high school when he put a yeah. N in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but that but now you now with that three hundred on him, what's his athleticism? Three ten. Three ten. Yeah, I mean, so like like where's it? Where is his athleticism? Where where do he go from? Like now, you know what I mean? Like. Will he come back and be a bust? Because what you putting that much weight on you, that's injuries, you know? Like and he's already injured, injury prone, prone yeah. in his early career. And that and the injuries are coming to his lower half, which is the scary part. Right. Yeah, They're coming bad. to his feet and his legs. So you that's a lot of pressure, a lot of weight, a lot of turning, a lot of twerking on them on them ankles and stuff. Now don't get me wrong. If he come back and still got a little speed on him and he could jump at three ten, that man is a problem. That, that boy a two K player at that point that, in time. Yeah, he my player. That's scary. You know what I mean? Like that's that's gonna be scary. And um real quick to touch on a Dame, because I didn't get on that. My theory with Dame right now is uh, you know, he talks about not being traded or not wanting to leave Portland. I'm kind of feeling like he doing that to have him get him out of it. Nothing. I think because I like that because now you, you that's think the first about time it. I heard that. Think about it, man. Phillips isn't doing bad the way he's coaching. They got a nice core, but come on, man. Dame not being able to shoot the ball. Mm-hmm. I don't, man. Come on, man. PJ. I mean, I said PJ. PG. He's still scoring, right? And and he usually has his his slumps in the playoffs. I mean, over the years, should I say, but. You can't really you can't put that up there when the same guys that's usually putting up numbers are still putting up numbers. Dame is the only one. I like that. Now, now, now I'm, I can't I can't say it's Billups, man. I, you can't even do that. He had a problem with Billups. I, I hear Billups saying they be talking. I mean, if it's you know the media trying to make it look like it's an issue between them, come on now, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, yeah. I mean. Come on, man. I'm a, I'm a dollar fan, man, and I, I like that a lot. I mean, honestly, man, I think you have to grow to the point. You've been there 10 years. You got to go to the point that it's time for something new, whether you want it to happen or not, or mm-hmm. whether you want to be the vocal reason why it happens. You're going to find a way to get out of that situation. And, I mean, at this point, man, I mean, you're not going to win a ring. If that's what your whole goal is, you're not going to win a ring. You're going to go down as – the player that never went a ring in Portland. That's just what you're going to be and if, unless you get out of Portland. So, I mean, I'm with you on that, Hoss. I think I think that whole – I think this could be a way to get, get yourself shipped up out of there. Yeah, you know I mean, without without you saying it because that's not who you are as a person. Yeah, because he's been, he been preaching this for a while. But yeah. now you – and, and if you really think about it, think about who's on the trade block right now. Think who, right. who's, who's trying to move who. They trying to get Ben up out of there. They damn sure trying to find somewhere to cut for Kyrie to go. Mm. So it's like, what do you do? Now, if I play bad, maybe it's oh yeah, maybe it's time to let him go. Let's go another direction because they could possibly get Ben. And if mm-hmm. if Dame go over there with Joel, like oh, that's a problem. Oh my God, like that's a, that's a problem. Because Ben, I don't know, Ben value might not be that high right now. So you might not even have to give too much up. You, you go player for player. Yeah, and you yeah. and you could be good with that. You're just getting a younger player, and and that's gonna be that's gonna be scary. But yeah, that's that's all I had to say right there, Trevor. Bad. I'm <laughs> oh, no, good. Now what I'm about to say is something that I've that I've 
continue to to talk about when we bring up the conversation with the Portland Trailblazers mm-hmm. uh, with why they can't be successful in the postseason. And, and the main thing I tell Rio, what, Rio, what's the main reason as why that they you can't, can't be successful? You can't win it. You can't. You can't win a. You can't win a championship with a six three backcourt. Nah, not yeah. at all. Not at all. <laughs> so if they make that trade for Ben Simmons. I know a lot of people get caught up in the fact that he can't shoot or will not shoot, but making that transition from your point guard from being six, three to now six ten, and <laughs> can literally lock up one through five. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then with, um, is it, is Vucevic, right? Is that the big man? No, no. Uh, uh, Nurkic. 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 Yeah. He could, he can stretch the floor. So you can leave the floor open for Ben to play in the paint. And I think that trade right there benefits both teams, especially mm-hmm. the the 76ers, man. That'd be a scary pick and roll option with Joel Embiid and Damian Lillard. I don't know what the fuck I would do if they started running pick and rolls with Damian Lillard and Joel Embiid. I'm going to just be like, coach, look at it. Yeah. <laughs> people forget, like, Dame's a Dame's a eight or nine assist, ten, ten assist guy. Like, he's, mm-hmm. even in his past couple of years, he's averaging, what, 26? He's also in the, nine, the eight or nine, so he's a willing passer. They got hella shooters. Um, you got what Tobias, you got Seth shooting out his mind, you got Danny G, uh Tyrese Maxey. Um, I mean, then you got um Drummond, big drum. Obviously that's a that's a pick and pop in a situation. I mean, of uh, a pick and roll situation is pressure as well. I mean, you just get a they, they become a scary unit. Then boy, CJ McCullough can score with the best of them. And I think that's what people fail to realize a lot. CJ McCullough can score with some of the best scorers in the league. Like he's a I mean what he's been a twenty three point scorer at six three. And sharing mm-hmm. the backcourt with Dame Lillard. So what you think he's gonna do when now he gets instead of getting what twelve shots, you're now or you know twelve to fifteen shots. Now you're getting almost twenty shots a game. All of them, right? Because Ben Simmons not putting up no shots. He's trying to get you involved. Mm-hmm. And then you got what Norman Powell can shoot it. I think Roku's still out there. Like you said, nurtures a stretch. Um, they got Anthony Simmons. Yeah, I mean, they they, they that court uh-huh. like like, like Hawk said, that court straight. Nasir Little been playing good too. Another thing with this uh Ben Simmons trade, I'm, uh Rich Paul, that's his agent, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now now I seen earlier, um, uh, like when this was going on, because uh he, he managed Maxi too. So I heard I seen that if Ben go, he's trying to get Maxi out of that situation too. Mm. So now if Maxi go over there to Portland. That's kind of that's kind of crazy too, because Maxi is uh, a young a young stud, should I say? Um, mm-hmm. He could he could put the ball in the rim, mm-hmm. and uh, he could he could facilitate as well. So now now you add that other piece to Portland, mm-hmm. and even if they don't have him start, most likely come off the bench. Uh, that's that's going to be a good unit. I think they both win in that trade, and the sense like you just gotta. Uh, I think they just gotta go make it happen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I can agree. Um, quick, quick little uh, tidbit. Uh, Hoss, how much did I say Giannis was gonna give us? Fitty. Okay, so right now at halftime, <laughs> he is twelve of thirteen, two for two from deep, and he's oh, giving us twenty eight points. Uh, he on the road to fifty because can't AD playing? Yeah, bro. Every time Giannis drives to the hole, AD steps back because he don't want to follow. Big scare ass. <laughs> and what did I say? What did I say? I said he was going to beat his motor every time, bro. Every Big time. Tissue. That's his new name. Big Tissue. Yeah. <laughs> but that man, street clothes, Davis. Yeah, yeah boy. 
Anthony Street clothes, Davis. But yeah, man, it, the Warriors gonna look scary once Clay Thompson get back. Even though they already looking scary, but if they get seventy yeah. percent Clay Thompson, it's gonna be. Well, they they got Wiseman, so they think about they they big. They ain't even got Wiseman either. <laughs> and y'all better stop playing with Andrew Wiggins. That boy, he giving them buckets. That boy got his shot and said, "Watch out! <laughs> Watch out now! Watch out!" I saw it. I saw it happen. I was there at the game, even though they didn't win. But I was there though. Um. All right. So, our final topic of the day for the podcast is going to be our way too early NBA MVP predictions. I kind of got an idea what Rio's going to say because he hinted at it earlier. Yeah, yeah. Hoss, Hoss, how do you feel, man? Who you feel right now? If you had to get the MVP up, who you got? I'm agreeing with Rio. Now, now, KD, he's. I think he's the leading scorer right now, right? If I'm not mistaken, they say almost give me a thirty. 29.6. But look at look at look at the two. You know what I mean? Uh yeah. And and like I said, you can't really go based off the team, but the Warriors are the Warriors are ten and twelve and two right now while the Brooklyn Nets are ten and five. They're ten and five? Yep. Okay, I thought it was like six and yeah, okay, okay. So I I I guess I could kinda go either or, but uh and uh, I think Seth, Seth deserved it. Well, Steph deserved it. Um, he's been playing excellent, and uh, he's been able to play under pressure. He put on a show every night, and, and the core pieces—I mean, the pieces around him—I really like Gary Payton Jr. Like, and that—that that, that, he's just a hustle guy. Like, he don't mind the hustle play, play defense. He ain't out there trying to score twenty. He's out there just. Enjoying playing defense, and that's that's like great, you know what I mean. So I, I really like this the the young the young pieces they have around uh, stuff, and I'm gonna have to go with stuff, bro. Okay, Rio. <clears throat> uh, what else? I got <laughs> my boy. What else? Um, but um, nah, but nah, I, I'm I'm I I think right now, man. I think if you had to put a pin on it, man, I think you got to say stuff. Because I mean, simply what he's doing is, is remarkable. I mean, twelve and two without your number two. You know what I mean? One thing we can say about Kevin Durant, and I love Kevin Durant because he's one of my favorites. But one thing you say about Kevin Durant, James Harden is still in the picture. You know what I mean, he still has a potential top ten player in his on, on his on his side, right? So mm-hmm. um, Stephen Curry is playing without that. You know, he's still paying out to have what twenty seven six and six, I think, right? Um, and they're at a twelve and two record. Um, so. I gotta go, Steph, man. But I tell you who my sleeper is, and well, I guess not really my sleeper or my sleeper, or you want to say maybe my the 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 um, I guess you could say sleeper really is Demar Derozan. Um, mm. I think a lot of people, a lot of people are shell shocked that he's still this player. But I think what San Antonio did was allow him to um, grow. Yeah, I mean, I think where Toronto was kind of forcing him to be that hit one because I mean they was just you know. He was, he was drafted high, he was taken early, and they had the potential to be great. But I think with San Antonio did, what they great Pete did was kind of teach him who he was as a player, and you can see it in Chicago now. Obviously, he's paired with Zach Levine, who's a great young scorer, and Zoe, who has an IQ of, I mean, I guess I can start seeing the, uh, what you call it, the Jason Kidd comparisons now. I know a lot of people are kind of off those, but I think we can start seeing that now. But I think DeMar DeRozan is kind of one of those guys that's kind of if he doesn't win it, he's definitely going to crack the top three if he stay on his pace. But I'm taking yeah. stuff. Okay. I okay. like that. Yeah, I, I would – for me, I, I see where 
where the uh the majority of people say Steph. Um but if I if I honestly had to if I had to choose one and I feel like he wouldn't get it just because of of uh the recency bias of him just winning it back to back, but I give it to Giannis. Um hmm. I get his team's not where it needs to be at this point in time, but I feel like as the season progresses, I still think he's gonna still average that double double. Mm-hmm. That around twenty seven points a game, eleven rebounds. I mean, his shooting's getting better. Um, I think I think he might lead the league if it wasn't for the injury early on. I think he might lead the league in points this year. I think he has a, a good chance because I mean, can't nobody stop him. But I understand where where you guys coming from with those Steph things. If I had to choose one, I, I'd probably go with Giannis. Um, and would he win it if given the chance to? Even if he did climb the charts. Of of scoring points, I don't think so because you know they really don't like the you know the same person winning it over and over again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no matter how great, no matter how great they are, no matter how great they are, man, they want to switch that up real quick for some reason. But politics, and, and he's been doing that without. Um, I think this might be Middleton's first game back, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Yes, and then yeah. Drew Holiday's been out, so now he's he's kind of having that kind of. Uh, hunger like how Steph is like mm-hmm. he just he just they just can't finish the game like they're playing great yeah. basketball it's just them finishing the game like I think Grayson Allen would be a good part piece off the bench but he's starting um, so yeah. yeah I think I think he's back on the bench now with uh, Middleton, Middleton being back yeah. no, no, he, think... he, he started the night he started the night start. yeah he started the night uh, at the two uh, probably put him at the one yeah I mean, he ran he ran one in Duke right he ran nah, one and two. No, Drew Holiday's back. Oh, oh Drew Holiday's back. back too? Okay. Yeah. Because I know so Dante, I know Dante, uh, what's it, the Stevens, how do you say his last name? He's still, he's still out. He's been out since last year. So, I mean, that's going to be interesting when he comes back because where does he fit in? He was right. a starter. He was a starter because it was Drew, Dante, Chris Middleton, Giannis, and Brooke. And Brooke is out. I forgot about Brooke being out. Yeah, so they, they started Portis tonight. Portis, Middleton, Giannis, uh, Holiday, and Allen. That was yeah. wild. Okay. okay, and Portis okay. is the second. <laughs> so Portis got seventeen, man. But could they listen? Portis has been hooping <laughs> this whole. Season. Portis has been hooping this season. Oh, yeah, but God told my man, Giannis gonna give us fifty. He got. He's only missed one shot. Giannis gonna give us fifty. Rush playing well. He got four yeah. turnovers. He got four well, he, turnovers. <laughs> listen, he's playing well. His <laughs> plays well. You know. The, can't expect much out of us. That boy's gonna yeah. flirt with. He's gonna flirt with them. He's gonna flirt with the turnovers. That's what yeah. Tough. I think he averaged six. He he had four. I guess they took one away. He has three now. But yeah, uh, yeah right. man. I'm just that they they they're making a change, and this is sad to say, but they have to. They they kind of given the reins of the playmaking and the ball decision making to Taylor Horton Tucker, which I completely agree with because goodness gracious, like come on, man, Jesus Christ. And uh, Alex Crusoe, <laughs> it was a 28 plus point minus. Well, I mean, plus minus. Didn't score a bucket. <clears throat> so that's I, where we are. I'll apologize to you, Trey, because I wasn't high on the kid. And I think I wasn't high on the kid just because, you know, most Lakers players, I mean, fans, you know, they hype up everybody. But I guess I see where the Alex Crusoe hype came from because he is a great on the ball defender. He is a quality PG backup PG, and he fills the void if you ever need one. So mm-hmm. Caruso yeah, is 
he gonna get <laughs> he gonna get paid big bucks to mm. do to do the due diligence that others don't. It hurts. Man. It hurts. I miss him. I miss him. But I mean, THT is going into his own. I like I like his I like his growth. So, but goodness gracious, man, I can't. I told Hoss I wasn't gonna watch the game because I didn't want to get stressed <laughs> out. And as soon as I brought up Wilson was playing well, the nigga turns the ball over over mm-hmm. a, st- a st- stupid pass, man. Come on. He's not shooting bad though. You know, it's, man. I think everybody on the on the team right now is a minus. You know, and that's, you think? You think? I don't. I haven't fact, looked at it. And I can guess. Hold on. <laughs> matter of fact, everybody is a minus except for Kent Bazemore. He's he's just zero. He don't have anything. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. As as Rio said a couple of uh, episodes ago, we stink. <laughs> we stink, stink man. We stink. And I want to please get rid of Russell Westbrook. Please. Because it's. Can we just trade him straight up for. Can we. Somebody. Let me. Dame on the block, man. Man, they ain't going to give up Dame Westbrook. <laughs> no damn Russell Westbrook. We, we going to need to get somebody who's actually. I want to get Shea Gilders Alexander. I love that man. I wish. SGA. <laughs> that motherfucker. Tough. <laughs> he yeah. tough. That man is tough. Him or D Russ or Lonzo Ball will uh, take out that man. We love y'all. We miss y'all. If y'all ever hear this podcast, please come back. Please. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll trade Russell Westbrook straight up for uh, Tyler Hero and Jimmy Butler. <clears throat> I call uh, bullshit. Yeah, I need to trade up to the bench. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the DNP, put the DNP on them for one game. How about you, what's, what's the worst book for the Joker? <clears throat> for the Joker? Shit, me. Shit. Well, I tried, you know what I'm saying? GM of the year over here. I tried. Man, don't sleep on my boy Joker, man. Man, that's too, what I'm saying. Man. He can, let's, he can let's, be let's, an MVP. Nah, nah, let's I'm talking about MVP. Nah, oh. nah, I'm talking about MVP. Don't sleep on my boy. You know what I mean? You ain't trying to trade. You sure you ain't trying to give me... Westbrook. We got That's Murray, bro. And Murray not even healthy. We, All right, we let's trade Westbrook for Murray. Let's trade mm. Westbrook for Murray. And nah, now y'all can get Capazzo and shit. That still might be. A, that's that still, <laughs> still might be a great. Nah, 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 nah. Capazzo on the Lakers might actually be decent though. Like Capazzo, his little Capazzo five eight ass. That his little ass be moving. Capazzo tough. He got. He got. That's the international play. Yeah. And my feelings hurt with this team. I'm I'm done talking about it. At least I got Jalen Hurts. Hey, Bron Bron Jeezy come back Friday. I mean, <sighs> Bron Jeezy, Bron Jeezy. I don't give a fuck. Bron Jeezy I, be back. We Friday. still got to deal with. We still got to deal with Russell Westbrook and his shenanigans. <laughs> Are y'all going zero and five for the um, Eastern Conference? Um, Bron, y'all got who we got after? Who we got after? Hold on, let me look at this, and I will be able to tell you whether or not. So we got we got Boston after this. We might be able to beat Boston. Um, the Pistons, shit, we might lose to them. New York, we might lose to them too. Shit, I mean, we lost to the Thunder twice. The Pacers, shit, we might lose to them. See, the, what our problem is, we can't play against young teams. We too old. We too old. It's showing. <laughs> it's showing. Like the Bucks is young. They're young. The Bulls, young, can't keep up with them. We tied. Like who? 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 Are the teams we actually beat this year? Hold on, let me see this. Let me see this. Spurs. Um, we almost lost to them. Yeah, the Dante yeah, Murray I, though he's hooping. Y'all beat them twice actually. I think them two wins right there, if I'm not mistaken. And we almost gave up the we almost gave up the shenanigans to all of them. Every single last one of them. Is this the preseason? Where's the regular season at? 
Oh, <laughs> Golden State, they young. The only old person is Steph and Draymond. The rest of them young. Phoenix Suns young. I almost like- gave up. Almost gave up the booty to the Grizzlies. Almost, almost gave, gave up the booty. booty. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that game, bro. We almost gave up the booty for that one. Hey, Demetrius, I'm. Hey, look, man. We, I asked you this early for the season started. Was Demetrius gonna be an all star at this rate? The way Damian Lillard is playing, if Demetrius is not an all star, it's politics. I'm telling you, because at 26, seven and five, I, I mean five and seven, I gotta take Demetrius over Damian Lillard right now. Yeah. Mm. And I mean, the Grizz are only relevant because of Demetrius. That's the only reason. Especially if JJ JJ Junior get the hoop, at least at least he can pan out to give me eighteen and seven. And Dylan Brooks is back, so they got their three and D guy and their two way guy back. I, I like the Grizz being the eight and seven seed. I do. We just losing to everybody, man. I don't look at that no more. We eight and seven. Look at this. Look at this. Eight and seven, man. And you know, I got faith in you guys when you are healthy, though. Like right. that's the part that I don't um a lot of people overlooking. Like you bring in Trevor Ariza and I know you guys are old, but his his defensive pre- um, was it none? Yeah, kid you're none. Well we, we should start we, here's here's what we should do. Put Russell Westbrook to the bench. It's not gonna happen. Start THT mm-hmm. and then give Kendrick Nunn Russell Westbrook minutes and just move him to DMP for the rest of the season. <laughs> so I think that's what should happen. Um Melo just hit a three. Your boy. Saving Grace. Probably we owe him five of our wins, five or eight wins we got already. What's what's about shooting another three? And clink. Yes, sir. All right, guys. I gotta have to go because my blood pressure rises because I'm watching this fucking Lakers game. Um Hoss, we appreciate you being on the show, man. We really do. Show. I appreciate I, y'all, man. We appreciate it more that you listen to the podcast, man. We're thankful that you that you tune in. Um, yeah, man, I was I was there in the SoundCloud days, man. You know what I mean? like, <laughs> <laughs> he said I was there during the SoundCloud days. Oh man, yeah, uh, I really do appreciate it, man. I appreciate the uh, the professionalism you own your stuff today. Love to have you back. For sure. Um, I was nervous as hell, man. Like, listen, I was stumbling on my words. I'm like, hold on, <laughs> <up, hold up. laughs> I'm gonna listen back to this. Like, damn. Nah, just man, breathe. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we we all went through that. Like I said, I, remember I told you I had to keep reminding Rio to talk to the mic because he had to, he was looking away. Scared. <laughs> Scared. Was on camera too. <laughs> Don't feel bad, brother. We love to have you back. It's always always good to have the family home. Oh, oh he left oh. early. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not cutting that out. I'm not, cutting, I'm not editing that out. That shit is. <laughs> he didn't like what you said, Rio. He didn't like what you said. Damn, I said something wrong. <laughs> oh, man. That was funny. That right there brought tears to my eyes. <laughs> He's a little hate. Bloom. <laughs> Got up out of here. <laughs> oh man, Rio. He didn't like what you said, man. He got up out of here. I'm sorry, yeah. buddy. He said, Oh, y'all recording video? Man, y'all ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he was like, Y'all weren't supposed to agree with me when you said I was stumbling over my words. Got up out of here. 
Oh god, that was funny. Well, yeah, he's he having problems doing back in, so we'll end it right here. All right, uh, as always, man, it's good doing a podcast with you. Absolutely up, love it. Um, thank you for everybody who's listening. And uh Hoss, Hoss, whatever Rio said, he apologizes. I'm sorry, bro. I didn't mean no harm. <laughs> my dog. I think he said he got a phone call. That's what kicked him out. <laughs> <All right. laughs> but uh, but yeah, man, great doing great doing business with you as always. Looking forward to the next one. Uh be yes, safe, sir. brother. Be safe, right, man. brother. You as well, man. Much love to you. Same to you. All right, man.